Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. I want to talk about the football game, but I want your take, Rob. When you heard Rogers talk about uncertain future, I mean, some people heard it as, look, this is a guy who 15 minutes after a really devastating loss is pondering his future like he's been all season. But then some people heard it as a goodbye, which I think is a little extreme. But where are you at? You know, he's always so tough to read, Bart, because it's it's passive-aggressive. It's cryptic. I've said for years with this guy, I, I wish he'd just kind of man up and say what, what it is he's really thinking. The, the the thing with Aaron, though, Bart, is, is everything is always calculated. It's premeditated. Um, you know, he... He, he's he's he wants to get a message out every time he's in front of the camera in, in some sort. It doesn't matter if it's you know week six against the Bears or a season ender here, and um, he uses that platform and that forum week in and week out to kind of deliver a message, whether it's to kind of jumpstart a team that's struggling or if he's if he's peeved at a coach, he'll sneak that in there somewhere. So. Um, you know, Bart, I, I do think, even though that happened right after a game, it's certainly some things Aaron's been thinking about all season, especially, Bart, because he wasn't asked about that specifically. He brought it up on his own, um, his future, the future of teammates and things like that, and, and then he kind of let, you know, he kind of let it for, for Matt LaFleur to put out the dumpster fire that, that he started later on with the, with the next Zoom call, and LaFleur had to go ahead and address it, so... Um, my take on it, Bart, is that he that he thinks he, he has said time and time this year that he, he probably won't finish. He'd, he'd love to finish his career in Green Bay. The odds went down, obviously, when they took Jordan Love, and I think he was, you know, deep down, there's no doubt, Bart, he had to be stung by that. Um, whether he's going to try to force his way out of Green Bay this off season remains to be seen. I'm, you know, this is a really smart guy. He's calculated. He's, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's plotted every possible avenue possible uh, to wind up where he wants to be, you know, the last two, three, four years of his career. The thing is, financially, it just it would be really hard for Green Bay to get it done. I, you know, kind of like Favre was just saying there, Bart, I don't think it makes sense for either side at this point to, to part ways and, and, and go in different directions. I don't think it's what the Packers want at all, Bart. I think we're just going to have to wait and see, though, if that is actually what Rodgers wants. I'm going to do something very insulting. I'm going to have you on as, as a writer, and I'm going to bring up something another writer said in a different column. I'm sorry about that. More than fine. <laughs> but the piece from Mike Silver on NFL.com, 
I mean, this is the way that I felt about what they're doing. He says the Packers appear to be telling Rodgers this. We do things our way. We're already looking past this era, but hey, if you want to up your game to an even more ethereal level and carry the guys we've already got as far as they can possibly go, have at it. And it seems like, you know, some of the things I've said about this draft and this offseason, they are a team that is built to lose an NFC championship game because Rodgers can play at a, a great level all season, but they're still, they're not complete enough to get back to the Super Bowl. And it does seem like the way they were building this team, they're in some sort of purgatory where they're sort of ready to make a charge, not a rebuild, but they're ready to make a charge. But after Rodgers leaves and whatever happens now is, is fine. This whole 10 years since the last Super Bowl, I mean, I think I've told you this. If you were to tell a Chiefs fan last year that you wouldn't be in another Super Bowl with Mahomes for a decade, they'd laugh at you. And now Mahomes is right back in a Super Bowl. But Favre gets to the Super Bowl in 96-97, another decade in Green Bay, no more Super Bowls. Rodgers gets to the Super Bowl in 2010, another decade in Green Bay, no more Super Bowls. They're trying to be competitive, but to only have two Super Bowls with these two guys, I think you give any other franchise, you give them, starting now, you tell the Lions, you tell the Bears, you tell the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Vikings, whoever, you're going to have a Hall of Fame quarterback for the next 15 years, And then after that, you're going to have a Hall of Fame quarterback for the next 15 years. Even if they discover that along the way, these other franchises are going to win more than two Super Bowls. How have the Packers only won two Super Bowls? Well, Bart, I'll be honest with you. I think you're sounding a little spoiled right there. You know, they've been to nine. And and I I think that that, that's that's fair, but it's also, I'm not. Hey, (laughs) I I, I, I wholeheartedly understand your point. It's frustrating. I'll be honest. They, they, I mean, they blew it on Sunday. This team was built to go to the Super Bowl. The 14 team, the 2014 team was built to go to the Super Bowl. The 2011 team was built to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, honestly, Bart, I think if they play Tampa on, you know, back at Lambeau 10 times, they, they probably win that game seven or eight. They, they, they played their worst game since the Colts, may, maybe since back, you know, week six against Tampa um, on, on Sunday, Bart. I, I thought they were the better football team. And, and just had one of their worst performances by far of, of the season. And, and Rodgers, again, I, I thought in clutch moments, Bart failed, failed to deliver. Certainly driving down there to the eight and throwing three straight incompletions um, didn't help. And, and then his head coach certainly made one of the more questionable decisions in the history, I would say, of, of Wisconsin sports. But, you know, Bart, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's insanely difficult to get to that game. They have been to nine NFC championship games since since ninety five, I think I think is the number. You know, Favre was two and two in those. Rogers is one and four. Rogers for the most part, Bart, you we know this. He he hasn't been good um in NFC championship games. He he outplayed Brady the other day and they and they still found a way to lose. Um which which is surprising because if you told me going into that game Rogers would outplay Brady, I would have thought Green Bay wins in a cakewalk. But you know, Bart, this, I, I, I'll disagree with you on this, on this point that, you know, they're in purgatory or this is a mediocre football team and, and Rodgers is being asked to carry them. I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. Okay, Bakhtiari, um, Lindsley, Elton Jenkins, Jones, Adams, I would say on offense, Bart, those five guys start for almost anybody in the National Football League. You know, you, now you go to the other side with Jair and Savage and Amos and Kenny Clark and Zadarius. They'd start almost anywhere, too. I mean, half the roster, Bart, would start on 
28 of 32 football teams or half the half of Green Bay starters. Everybody's got weak links along the way. Um, yes, they they have failed in their biggest moments, and and I wholeheartedly understand the pain and frustration of of Wisconsin sports fans. I mean, Green Bay the last 20 years has given them more heartbreak probably than any franchise right in in sports anywhere. It's it, it's painful, but it's hard to get over that hump too, Bart and. Um, you know, some of that falls on Rodgers, and then some of it falls on the guys around him. His head coach didn't do him any favors the other day, but but there's no doubt Rodgers deserves some blame for the other day, too, parties. Two of nine throwing the ball in the red zone, one of seven throwing it at, at Devontae Adams. I mean, he's got a love affair with Devontae, and, and you can understand it on some level. It's the best receiver in football. But there were other guys like Tunyon and Lazard and MVS open at times, and he stares down. Uh, Devontae the entire time. I mean, Todd Bowles far knew where, where Rodgers was going with that football. Everybody on Tampa Bay knew where Rodgers was going with that football. And, um, you know, decisions like that come back and bite you in the tail, and, and it did from the other day. So, again, a wasted opportunity, Bart, but but I, but I don't, you know, I, I don't agree with you at all that this is otherwise a mediocre football team and the, and the window is closed. I, I, think they can, I think they can get most of this group back together and make one more shot at it. No, maybe I'm too extreme with mediocre. I I do think this is a good football team. I think that if Tom Brady doesn't come over to the NFC, they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, nobody else was better than them, and it's just they all decided to play bad, even uh, even down to Aaron Jones. You know, he fumbled a couple of times, lost that fumble, and then got hurt. This is an interesting one because, you know, six years later after that 2014 game, the Bostic fumble is what sticks out, but there's 16 other things. I mean, there's... There's 20 other things. That game was hard for Mike McCarthy to ever come back from, and eventually he was he was let go maybe a few years too late. With this game, there's a lot in it as well. I mean, stuff that you just mentioned, that final two minutes of the first half with the interception, should it have been pass interference, and then they have a fourth down conversion, and then they hit Scotty Miller. I just, I, I, I'm so, Kevin King played terrible. There's a bunch of stuff. That decision for LaFleur to kick the field goal, my analogy yesterday was because you hear a lot of people saying, well, this guy's outsmarting everybody. He's playing chess while the rest of us are playing checkers. But if, if that's what Matt LaFleur was doing, the game is checkers. Just play checkers. What on earth was he thinking? And more importantly, is that going to be something? Because he took the ball out of Rodgers' hands. Rodgers, who never gets the ball in his hands in these games for whatever dumb reason. He had it in his hands. He took the ball out of Rodgers' hands to give it to Mike Pettin, who we all think should be fired. And, Bart, not just that. He took it out of Rodgers' hands and he gave it to the GOAT, right? I mean, Tom Brady needs one three and out for all practical purposes. They wound up getting two. Or, I mean, I mean with one first down, they wound up getting two. Um, uh, why in God's creation would you give it back to Tom Brady at that point of the game? Bart, you know, I, I, I understand some of the analytics, and there's a time and a place for it. That wasn't one of them. You factor in that you have the MVP on your roster. On the other sideline stands the greatest football player in the history of the National Football League, and you're contemplating giving him the ball back now with two minutes in the wrist that, you know, your defense that has given up more than 350 yards has to stop them and slow them down. And, and Bart, I go to risk-reward on this, too. Even if on fourth down, let's say Rodgers fires incomplete again to Adams, Tampa's starting at the eight, right? And in all likelihood, I mean – the Green Bay takes the three. You still need a touchdown. You kick the ball off, 
and the kid returns it back to about the 20. So not only do you, do you lose time on the clock, you lost 12 yards, and you're in the exact same predicament that you were had you gone for it on fourth down, right? You still need a touchdown. Now you've taken time away from yourself if you do get the ball back. Instead, you've given it to Tom Brady, and he's picked up 12 yards. So none of that made sense. You can't explain that away with any analytics at that point in time of the game. Um, again, you, you also have to factor in who's on what sideline. You have the three-time MVP with the ball in his hands on your side. They've got the goat on the other side. There was clearly communication issues with Rodgers and Lafleur because Rodgers allegedly called that play on third down himself, and and I think he was stunned that he didn't get a chance at it in fourth down because I, I think if Rodgers thought it was a situation um, you know, where if he runs that football bar and takes it inside the five to the two or three, it changes the landscape of Lafleur's decision. He probably goes ahead and tries to get that done with his legs. It was, it was a total failure and a breakdown in communication, I think, uh, kind of across the board there, Bart. And right now, um, you know, that, that, that's going to be a big hurdle for Matt Lafleur to have to overcome here. That, that's the number one right now stain on his, on his coaching resume. He, he came into that game 28-7. and seven. Everything was hunky-dory and rosy and balloons and flowers, and everybody loved Matt Lafleur until, you know, 5 o'clock Sunday afternoon when he made arguably the worst coaching decision, I would say, in the history of, of, of this state. And, and where he goes from here, Bart, is going to be fascinating because you touched on it. McCarthy lost that team after 14. Mike Sherman lost his offensive line and really his off, his entire offense and a lot of that football team after he punted in the 4th and 26 game back in 2003. They had 4th and inches and he wouldn't give it to Amon Green. He put it in the hands of his defense and his punter and, and that blew up on him and, and that group was never the same. So it'll be really interesting where these Packers go from here under, under Matt LaFleur Bart because um, we've seen in the past history shows Games like that, moments like that, is where you can lose people, and, and, and you just never know. Matt LaFleur might have lost some people on Sunday. The The risk was so great with such a narrow shot at a reward. It was like the taking the Jordan love in the first round of decisions. <laughs> it's like he doubled down on a six against the ten. It was just so – just such a, such a dumb move. This offseason, though, Rob, you know, we always try to say, all right, well, here's the things that you can do next. It, I think it's going to be bad. You're going to lose a lot of guys. The cap's going down. You don't have money. I don't know what they do right now. Well, you know, they got the – at least in their minds, they got the key pieces signed, right? They got Kenny Clark signed to keep the defensive line anchored. They got Bakhtiari signed a couple months back to anchor the offensive line. They're going to lose Aaron Jones. They have an in-house replacement that they think is going to be as good in time, obviously, in A.J. Dillon. I don't think anybody's going to be sad when Kevin King walks out of the building – They'll draft his replacement in all likelihood in round one or two bars and, and plug him in to go. Um, Corey Lindsley's going to be in a different jersey. That's going to be a tough one. But, again, Elton Jenkins has shown us he can, he can go and play center, and, and, I, and I know Bart, they believe they can find guards anywhere. And, and it wouldn't shock me if that offensive line winds up almost as good a year from now because as we trace history on that old line, Bart, you know, if, if every time they let these guys about 30 leave the building, the T.J. Langs, the Josh Sittens, the Mike Walls, the Marco Rivera's, the Brian Balagas, it, it, it really has worked out in the Packers' favor. So they'll let Lindsley walk and – um, you know, Lindsay will get his money somewhere, and, and good for him. He's a fantastic human and, a, and, and just a really, really outstanding football player. But the Packers, I think, believe they can put that old line back together. Um, those would be the big losses, Bart. And, and you know, I, I would think it through the draft and, 
and certainly in high. I mean, they drafted the running back of tomorrow in, in, in 2020 when they took when they took Dylan in round two, and, and they're going to go ahead and probably give him 250 carries next year and, and take that approach because Jamal Williams will likely be playing somewhere else next year. I mean, most of the defense will be back, Bart. The wide receiver core will be back. The tight end will be back. The quarterback should theoretically be back. I mean, the division is lousy. I, I still think it's a 12-win football team, Bart, and we're probably still sitting here a year from now uh, talking how they can get through the NFC in the postseason. Rob, I appreciate your time. Forbes.com, Conley Media. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping you're safe on the roads. I, you know, I'm safe and sound now. I got, I got to warm and dry, Bart, so God, thank you. just brutal today. <laughs> All right, Rob, thank you as always. All we'll right. be in touch. You and the listeners hang in there. See ya. You too. Rob Reichel joining us. Great Midwest Bank hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t